Hello, I'm Kurt Weitzel and want to welcome you to the coolest and most informative podcast in the Westfield, Indiana area. What's up, Westfield? What's up, Westfield is a local chat fest to dig deep into politics, development, who's doing what, and anything else we can fit into 45 minutes of fun online. If you have topics or an interest in being an amazing guest, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear your ideas. My guest today was well-known around Westfield as a businessman and has an impressive professional career as both an owner of a CPA business and volunteering for local nonprofits. A few years back, he gained some steam locally as an outspoken, cut-and-dry city council candidate and after winning, pulled no punches from day one. He may be well-known for going toe-to-toe with the administration and leading a charge for more accountability in Westfield, but he's also one of the few counselors foregoing popular votes to advocate for his voters and his beliefs. This guy isn't stopping soon and has some unfinished work to do in Westfield. This should be a fun one, gang. Please welcome Mr. Troy Patton to the broadcast. Hey, Troy, how are you today? Uh, good morning, or after, actually it's afternoon now, sorry. Yeah, we're, you wake up late, right? Yeah, yeah, every day, usually, <laughs> usually by 10. Uh-huh, just roll out of bed. Yeah. Hey, so we got a little bit of a, we're going to get a little pushback on this. Um, I was told that, for the love of God, don't have another white man on your podcast before you have someone else. And look okay. what we have. <laughs> so, um, I've got a couple of women that are local, like awesome women locally, but they both had to reschedule. So, uh, um, well, I, I get to be the fill in. I'm okay with that. <laughs> there's I'm, worse I'm, things you can be, right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like the David Letterman show when you tune in, you know, and then you're just, you're expecting somebody really funny and good. And uh-huh. they brought some, like B yeah. actor, right? Right. Yep. Well, that's what this show is. It's full of B and C actors. So perfect. Oh, yeah, I should, welcome. I should, fit, I should fit right in then. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so Troy, um, the what's up Westfield this podcast is about um anything going on in Westfield uh, obviously it's going to be political or uh, politically driven you know just yeah. to kind of get the word out for everybody what's going on I think a lot of people don't know what's going on and so um I appreciate you doing it so uh, if we just get started by you just kind of telling us about yourself where you're from what you do yeah. who you are that okay yeah uh, pretty simple I mean uh, not a not a lot not a lot there actually. Um, obviously, obviously, my name is Troy Patton. I grew up uh, in near Eaton, Indiana, which is between Muncie and Hartford City. Um, grew up on a, a small rural area. Had some pigs. Um, went to Delta High School. Um, you know, graduated from there. Uh, um, uh, wrestled in college. Uh, graduated from Miami University, wrestled on the USA team uh, in 1990. Was a scout in the communist bloc countries uh, for a while. It's kind of fun and interesting. And then and then started my career at Ernst and Young, which is a you know worldwide CPA and consulting mm-hmm. firm. And uh, and uh, you know I have a I have a sister. Um, uh, she lives in Westfield. Uh, she's a teacher. And oh, cool. um, and. Um, uh, you know, my, my mother uh, lives in the Indianapolis area and uh, kind of after we all moved out, they, they sold the place or whatever. And, you know, just, you know, eventually started my own business after, uh, after being a CFO at a, a chemical manufacturer. And, um, you know, I guess that's it really not real, not real exciting. Uh, well, you, you brushed over a lot of the details, but uh, 
What what was the chemical company you were a CFO of? Yeah, so it was correlated products. So they yeah. made a private label laundry detergent. That was their big thing back then. Uh, they were a client of Ernst and Young, and um, uh, I was working at EMY, and they they uh, uh, had heard about me or something, and just uh, gave me a job offer. And I said, hey, I don't have a resume together. And they said, hey, you know, we'll give you you know forty five percent more than what you're making now. Uh, I'll get a resume together. <laughs> I actually told him, I said, no need. I'll, I'll be there. When, okay. when do I need to start, you know? And uh, where was that at? Was that here? In, that Indy? in, in Indianapolis. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, you know, my wife, my wife, my wife and I got married before that uh, in 94. My wife's Kim. Uh, she's pretty active. She's on the library board. Um, mm -hmm. She's pretty active at Garen Catholic. She's a CPA also. Um, uh, pretty smart, uh, obviously smarter than me because she didn't run for city council, as I know. <laughs> you know? Um, and uh, that's another reason, but yeah, 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 <laughs> just, just, just one of the many. Um, but um, yeah, so and, and you know, we have two kids, uh, Jenna and Clay. And my daughter's a junior at IU. Okay. Uh, my son's actually at Chapman University in California. He's a freshman. He's playing baseball cool. out there and um, enjoying it. And so you know. Thanksgiving's so, coming up, everyone. I mean, obviously, this is kind of the month always to be grateful. I will definitely be grateful to have my kids back cool. at home. You know? They're all coming back, huh? or they are coming back. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. What? Um, but you guys don't work. You and your wife don't work together, correct? Um, we do occasionally. Uh -huh. um, uh, so, for instance, um, you know, we just helped out uh, a friend, you know, with their accounting um, uh, because, you know, he had passed away or whatever. And so, you know, you know we kind of helped, we worked together. She did the accounting side. I ended up doing the taxes and okay. kind of helped them on that. And then there's been a few uh, valuation um, clients that we've worked together on. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes if we're looking at, you know, something from a forensic side or, or, mm -hmm. you know, she, she was an auditor also. Uh, okay. So, you know, um, she, truthfully, she's a really good auditor. Yeah. Um, and did you know probably again probably better than me so you know but so we work we work together she has a few yeah. clients uh still to this day okay. uh, so she's like a she's like a, a part-time cfo yeah i can't imagine how clean your household financials are, finances are <laughs> i mean everything's got a name at the fatten house i bet yeah Everything's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you know the funny thing is i don't even touch them she takes care of them uh -huh. I, I don't, uh -huh. i'm not even so sure we you know i don't know if we have money or don't have money uh -huh. i have no idea <laughs> she'll yeah. tell you when to uh, stop spending so yeah that's, that's right great. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's i'm awesome. probably on a budget yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so what um you uh what's the name of your company um yeah so we have a parent corporation called patent archer corporation um, but then we have uh, the Archer funds and the Archer funds, we, we manage six NOLO mutual funds um, um, and uh, I got into that in 2005 and uh, it's expanded to six funds. And then we have uh, the investment management side where and we put together model portfolios for other advisors kind of around okay. the country. Huh. Um, and then the other side of it is patent and associates. And that's uh, even though I'm a CPA, mine stands for cut, paste and assemble. I, okay. As I would say, I mean, um, we do business valuation work. We value businesses for um, uh, estate gifting, uh, mm -hmm. stock options, marital dissolution. Um, mm -hmm. We usually typically have 15 to 20 engagements at any given time going on. Um, Indiana is our largest market area, uh, okay. but uh, we're pretty big in California, Florida, New York. I mean, 
we, we, I mean, we you're everywhere if you want to be you're anywhere yeah i think so yeah we so i mean we've you know we've worked with uh uh everything from a chinese dairy farm in china <laughs> to um uh literally uh, co uh companies in ireland um oh. mexico um it, you know um just a, a home builder in japan actually mm -hmm. um, interesting so yeah we've done uh, 20 million and under is our normal niche business okay. to serve but every mm -hmm. once in a while you know we get some that are kind of outside the box mm -hmm. so. so when did you start your what year was it you started your company or started uh, working indiv individually yeah so a, a, a long time ago back when i left uh, the chemical company i started a cpa practice from scratch okay. build it up to 10 10 offices 72 people um, and then a firm in Europe wanted to buy us out. So we sold it. Hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, not to be too personal, but uh, my father passed of a heart attack and I kind of had this come to Jesus session with myself. And I thought, Hey man, my kids are only going to be young ones. I want to spend mm -hmm. time with them, quality time. Yep. So sold that business in 04. Crazy as I am started up again in 05, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, managing money. Um, <laughs> and, um, and, you know, and now, we, I don't know. I mean, you know, we have 83 folks around the country and, yeah. um, and, uh, and, and we also own a chocolate business as well. All right. So, what's, yeah. what's that chocolate business? Yeah. It's goods, candies. Okay. Um, uh, it's the original goods, candies, and, and we ship kind of all over, but we have a store in Kennard and, and we'd love to put one in Westfield, uh, you know, if we could some point, yeah. I don't know if that's going to ever happen. So is that, that's an Indiana company though, right? It is. in Indiana? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Indiana company is about a hundred years old. Yeah. Is it? All right. How'd you end up with that? Uh, you know, unfortunate circumstance. Um, two couple were getting divorced. Mm -hmm. They want to sell it. And uh, chocolate business, uh, you know, even during COVID, it was a great business to be in. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it's one of those businesses, uh, you know, I hate to say alcohol and chocolate. Yeah. You know, uh, good add, times. Add bad. pizza to that list. <laughs> I, meant, I was that was on the tip of my tongue actually uh -huh. yeah, breadsticks from greece yeah right? so, yep. yeah uh, i mean people good times bad times they still buy it yeah yep. so, yeah cool all right so you're cranking along you've sold companies you're you've started one up again because you were bored um and then you're cranking along again and you a few years ago <laughs> when did you when did you have a nightmare or drink too much or something and decide you had some interest in politics. Yeah. Unbelievable nightmare. I was probably watching Sammy <laughs> Terry on TV, went to bed one evening and thought, gee, uh -huh. I don't get politics. Yeah. No, no, not really. Actually, here's the funny thing, Kurt. So in 1990, I actually, uh, when I was at Miami of Ohio, I worked on George Bush senior's presidential campaign. Cool. Um, and, uh, and, and just as a, you know, nobody you know uh -huh. i mean just kind of you know passing out flyers talking to people whatever mm -hmm. so i've always been i've always been involved or at least you know followed politics for quite yep. a while and um uh i don't it was some time ago um uh and and you know the big misnomer is people say oh you know uh, and i hear this even from the mayor to myself oh you know you don't like grand park it's not true i've always <laughs> said even from the start i like grand park i don't even know how many times i have to say it i, I do like grand park <laughs> Um, but there were some things going on, you know, from a political standpoint that, you know, it just didn't seem right. And, um, and, and, and you can take that from a municipality standpoint uh, to a state or federal level and, mm -hmm. and across the board. And, and, and really, Kurt, is what I thought is 
uh, in 15 to 20 years from now, are my kids going to look back at me and say, hey, dad, why didn't you do something? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you stand up? Why didn't you say something? Why didn't you get involved? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, look, from someone who kind of preaches financial literacy myself, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I thought that we needed more financial literacy mm-hmm. in our in our local government. And um, and I, I suspected that from uh, from a period of time. Uh, and just to let you know, my father was an educator. He was uh, our wrestling coach at Delta High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom was an educator um, and my sister is one. Yeah. And uh, the one thing that always bothered me, Kurt, uh, is um, when the state of Indiana created TIF districts, mm-hmm. uh, they were made for economic redevelopment. They were made for, you know, for a certain reason. Um, and 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 I think over the over time that's kind of been abused by politicians, as, as often is the case. You know, a good idea yep. gets gets expanded, and 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 here in Westfield, um, it, it's unarguable that um, it, when we create TIF districts and we have assets in those TIF districts or we place those in there, that the schools don't get as much money. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that's unarguable. Yep. So, um, you know, over the period of time, you know, we've created these TIF districts, and I'm not saying that I wouldn't have done the same thing had I been mayor, mm-hmm. um, uh, the, but, you know, maybe not as much, mm-hmm. um, uh, only to the extent that you needed to pay off certain debts, as opposed to creating a vast amount of cash to, to create the next pet project. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just don't think that's the right way to go about it. I think the money sh- should be in the schools going to support teacher pay, which I always mm-hmm. think teachers are underpaid, um, frankly. Um, and that's yeah. not, that's not a political ploy. Yeah. That's, I think that's just a fact. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so, you know, I got involved. Okay. <laughs> Did, um, is it what you thought it would be? Is being a counselor what you thought it was going to be? I, I will tell you this. I really thought there'd be more <clears throat> collaboration. Huh? Okay. To be quite Explain honest. that. Explain what you mean by that. Yeah. Well, you know, so, you know, I always hear people say, well, you know, they're arguing, you know, right. Or whatever. I mean, yeah. there's, there's arguments going on and, and, and um, you know, I, to give you like a specific, if I say, Hey, you know, let, let's go over, let's go over, you know, this document or that document or, you know, grand park finances or whatever. Well, what do you want to see? Well, let me, let me see all of it. Well, mm-hmm. be specific. Okay, well, give me all the financial statements or let me look at the financial statements. I look at them and then uh, I, I point something out that may not be accurate or what people think is going on. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, publicly uh, there's, you know, notices <clears throat> out there and people saying, well, he should have never even had those financial statements. Well, that's funny. He, you're the one that gave them to me. Yeah. Uh, why, are, why are we not working together to resolve these issues mm-hmm. as opposed to, um, you know, calling each other out on the, on the outside and, mm-hmm. and, and Kurt, I'm, you know, look, I'm, I'm just as guilty of it. I mean, because, yeah. um, but the one thing I do, the, the one thing I, the one thing I always believed is even in city council meetings, you know, a lot of people think they're kind of crazy. I actually love the fact that we actually talk about things in public mm-hmm. because it is the public's business. It's the mm-hmm. public's money. And I think you've said that many times that that's what, you feel yeah. that meeting is for, or part of that meeting is for. Yeah, the, it, 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 a good example is the communication on this this year's budget. We had plenty of opportunity to do it, and I, I realize you know Jeremy's new in that position, and I actually think Jeremy does a pretty good job. I, he does. Yeah. Likes me or not, I don't doesn't 
matter to me. I actually like yeah. Jeremy. I think, uh -huh. I think I think he's a good guy. I he think is. his heart's in the right place. Mm -hmm. the, the problem is, once again, we lacked mm -hmm. communication. You know, uh, we go to, uh, I mean, in any business, would you ever go to employees and say, and, and, and this is a dig, I mean, but it's, but it's factual. Would you go to your employees and say, hey, I'm going to try to get you a 5% raise, but I got to talk to my bosses to make mm -hmm. sure that, that's, that we're going to do that. And when they come back at 4%, you have a company-wide meeting and say, hey, I'm really sorry they let you down. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, that, I mean, that's just pitting people against one another yeah. for political sake, as opposed to collaborating, you know, accountable being accountable and transparent with one another yeah try you the the working together thing and obviously um it was a big flip in the council this last um when you ran yeah um, do you think a lot of it is just because there was so much opposition between the two sides that no one it was just too far of a fight too far in the fight that nobody everybody decided they just weren't going to work together or do you think um it could have you think it could have been done better Oh, yeah. You know, the funny thing is, Kurt, uh, from the very outset, if you ask myself, Scott Fry or anyone like that, mm -hmm. we went into it with, uh, you know, eyes wide open and, mm -hmm. and ready to and ready to meet. My first meeting, my first meeting with the city was with uh, um, uh, Todd. Right. Mm -hmm. his, his the first thing he says to me is, I hear you and I are going to butt heads. <laughs> Nice to meet you. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That's exactly what I said. I said, well, hey, it's nice to meet you. You know, I said, I'm not sure what you've heard. You know, he said, well, that, you know, that you don't like this. I said, hey, look, I've put out my 10 reasons. These are the, these are the reasons I ran. These are the things I want to take a look at and see if we can't work together. Mm -hmm. um, that ended instantly. Yeah. Um, I, I, I met with the mayor. I talked to him about it. And uh, um Frankly, I mean, he would say things that just weren't true, and uh, uh, and 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 you know, it's not being disrespectful to say that I don't respect him, but I mean, I respect people that want to work together, and yeah. and uh, and I won't have every good idea. Uh, mm -hmm. I, in fact, I think Andy's had a lot of good ideas, uh -huh. uh, but um, you have to be willing to listen a little bit, as opposed to only convey. Yeah, you know, and sometimes that truth lies somewhere in the middle oftentimes. And, and I think that, uh, that's, that, that's kind of how, when you were talking about, you know, I don't think it was set to be punishing at the outset, but, mm -hmm. um, uh, it, it just, it just continues to be that way. Um, yeah. and, and, and unfortunately there's that, there was that history with the mayor and the court treasurer that's gone on far too long. Yeah. Um, and, and that, and that rolls over to other people as well. Um, let's talk about the clerk treasurer and the mayor and that whole debacle. I don't want, I mean, it was, that thing was run out as far as it could be run out. Um, yeah. was there a way to resolve that a year early? And yeah, we, we tried, um, uh, um, I, I, I had told the mayor and I know others had told the mayor, Hey, drop the lawsuits. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, we don't, we don't need this. And, and, and even with Grand Park, we didn't need the grand examination that costs a million dollars. You know, all, all we said is, hey, all we want to do is let, let's go through and dive through the financials. Right. I'm yeah. a CPA. I, I, I mean, relatively speaking, I think I could have gone through the financials and figured certain things out. You know, I mean, we didn't need to spend a million dollars to do it. Yeah. And then and then suing. And, and I don't I don't know if the lawsuit was to divert 
um, uh, you know, people's eyes on different things, but um, it, it was it was uncalled for. And, um, and 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 if you think about it, Kurt, the only people that paid were the taxpayers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Do you think it result? Do you think um, it forced anything that would not have come to light, um, like the lawsuit? I don't I don't know if any information was forced out because of the lawsuit, but do you think it it did play a role in some of the clarity, or do you think it was just excessive? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know what we really gained. I mean, I don't think we gained anything. And not, I've, I've asked that a lot. Nobody really knows what the lawsuit part of it gained other than maybe attorney fees. But um, yeah, I feel like most of the information came to light with or without that part of it. So yeah, I, I hated the lawsuit. I hate it. Um, yeah. Nobody but, wins. In those. Nobody ever wins. Even yeah. if somebody wins, nobody wins. Troy, one of the things you talked about the meetings being public and you guys have your disagreements or you're, you're comfortable with that. You're, you're a thick skinned guy, I feel like, and you, yeah. uh, you're black and white on a lot of stuff and um, you don't mind disagreeing with person to the left or right of you. And you can walk out and be buddies after that. That's not hard for you. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people it's really hard for. Yeah. Um, do you think at the, and I don't want, you're not speaking for the other counselors, but do you think that affects some of the, way the counselors behave um, in meetings, like they don't want to be um, as outspoken or they want to be more outspoken just because of the reaction and how it goes over publicly? Um, I don't think, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, I think if you've probably noticed, I mean, even like Cindy Spolderic and I, like we don't always agree on everything, mm -hmm. right? Um, mm -hmm. But the funny thing is, I, I, I think she respects me and I respect her. So I, I, mm -hmm. I like hearing I like hearing that she disagrees with me on something or that I disagree with her. And then that way, mm -hmm. and actually if, if you've listened to the meeting, sometimes we'll even talk about it and yeah. why we, you know, and, and, and sometimes it makes me think as well. And um, uh, you know um, I, I think that's a good thing. I'm sure Jake Gilbert and I don't always agree on everything. Mm -hmm. and, and, yeah. and in fact, uh, you know, Mike Johns and I don't agree on everything. Mm -hmm. I'd say the person that I agree most with is probably Scott Fry. Um, Is it? you know, um, you know, I mean, we seem to, we, we have a lot of the same type of opinions and, and, yeah. and, and, uh, I think sometimes he comes up with a better idea than me, I mean, you know, to address something, but, uh, um, I, 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 I think disagreement is good. Mm -hmm. Um, as long, you know, disagreeing, uh, for the sake of disagreeing is not good, mm -hmm. but if you truly disagree with something, you should say, yeah. Hey, you know, I, I maybe disagree with that. What, what about this? And then maybe they have a good rationale why. And then so you, it makes you think about it and it sharpens your mind. And you say, and then maybe you come back and say, okay, well, that makes sense. Do you watch how other councils, um, I, I know you've watched other council meetings, but um, it seems like in past councils that a lot of that business gets taken care of in executive sessions or, or outside of that public council meeting. Um, do you, would you prefer it was in the public council meeting as opposed to, um, privately, uh, amongst the counselors? I think so. I, I think do it should you? be in public. Um, do you? yeah. Um, the executive sessions are only for legal uh, mm -hmm. matters uh, or, or pending legal matters. So, um, and as you know, uh, city counselors, you know, for instance, we cannot communicate, um, uh, amongst the seven of us outside of city council. I can, I can think I can only communicate with maybe two others or, you know, two others, yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, and, and then we, I can't communicate with those two and they can't go then talk to two more mm -hmm. because, you know, it's like the telephone game. You, 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 yeah. you can't do that. So I prefer to talk about it in open. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I do like to have the meetings also behind the scenes prior to, so people have their facts straight. Um, yeah. uh, I, I mean, I think that's always good uh, to talk in empirical terms as uh -huh. opposed to just conjecture. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, one thing I learned a long time ago, have you ever heard of YEO or YPO? You ever heard of those groups? Mm -hmm. YEOs are, it used to be Young Entrepreneurs Organization. Oh, and, okay. and it was people that own businesses and they all get together. And you could only say, you know, in my experience, this is what I think, right? Okay. So that way it wasn't like, hey, you know, Kurt, I, I think you're, you're, the shirt you have on is blue, Right. Mm -hmm. When you say, well, no, it's gray or dark gray, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. It, um, you can't talk about uh, how you feel. It has yeah. to be from experience. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like that. And, I, and that's why that's why I like the city council, you know, from my experience. Hey, uh, you know, like, um, you know, uh, I think everybody gives a different um, perspective on where they came from. I mean, you know, yeah. whether it be. Uh, you know, everybody from, you know, Scott Willis to Jake Gilbert, uh, mm -hmm. to, to Mike Johns, to Joe Edwards, to Cindy Spoljarek, to Scott Fry and myself. Mm -hmm. I think it, um, the funny thing is, um, even though, you know, from some, in some respects, it's not diverse, it is a very diverse group. group sure. Actually. It is. Yeah. From backgrounds. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What so, do you think makes a good council as a group? What is a solid council that gets a lot done, do you think? Yeah, I, you know, from, from our perspective, I, I actually think a lot does get done. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, we, we haven't, decl we've declined, I think, one, uh, one thing that's come before us or, you know, one project. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, what um, was that? Uh, that was uh, uh, Birch's uh, uh, building next to the schools. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, that, that was the only thing that came from APC that had a favorable rating that we okay. voted I okay. probably didn't like the way we did it mm -hmm. to be quite fair. Um, uh, but, um, uh, but at the same time, you know, I mean, I, th I think, it, I think it worked out and it moved that ball forward and, and, and kind of got it off the playing field. But, I but I'm sorry, forgot back, about that. Yeah. Back, back to your, back to your point, Kurt, is that mm -hmm. I think a council that works good together is one that has diverse views and, and, and offers diverse opinions. I'm mm -hmm. actually okay with that. Um, Obviously, at the end of the day, I want I want our decision to be based on fact and empirical data. Mm -hmm. um, but that's just my CPA mind. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like this this group has morphed into a good working council uh, over um, over time? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, there's some things I, I don't care for still. I mean, I mean, you know, but uh, and, and things that I don't I um, so there's times, you know, I, I mean, like I'm like, oh, you know, we really didn't have to say that or go into mm -hmm. that. Um, but, um, but overall I, I would say, yeah, I, I think, I think we, I think it's pretty good. And, and you know what, it, it, it lets the, the development community know that, you know, I mean, you have to bring your best to us. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I um, I, I don't get, I, you know, if you've listened to me, I don't get involved in like colors and all this kind of stuff. Cause I just don't, I, I, I mean, I, I always feel like that's not my job. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, my job is to look at it from a financial perspective and how it impacts the taxpayer, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and that's what I'm focused on. That's not always the case. It, yeah. It's it's not, um, but that's that diverse opinion. Yeah. You know, that, um, 
some and, people care more about the design or other things than, yeah, than the finances or something. So, yeah. So what do you, what do you think is the responsibility of the council? If you had to re really make it clean and cut and dry, what a counselor's job is to do, what do you, what would you, how would you describe that? Yeah. Uh, I think it's pretty easy. And in fact, it's, a, it, it's written, uh, you know, our job is for fun, to protect the financial integrity of the of the taxpayer and to and to protect that taxpayer. So, I mean, we make laws, rules, and budgets in accordance with those with, with that with that financial integrity. Yeah. And looking back, when you decided to actually go run and put yourself out there for it, what were a couple of issues that were really heavy on you as that the counselors maybe didn't take as serious or were doing wrong in your mind? You know, that you you were against. Yeah. What were some things? Yeah. And, and, and just to be clear, you know, look, I think Jim makes a nice guy, you know, Chuck mm -hmm. Lehman. I mean, I, I'm well, I nice guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but we definitely had a rubber stamp city council yeah. uh, prior. I mean, the majority, uh, I, I mean, one thing that, one thing that bothered me was the accountability and transparency. Uh, mm -hmm. When I went to a few meetings, Kurt and Cindy Spoljeric at the one meeting, I don't remember when it was, she said, I've been asking for that document it was on a vote and i think it could have been about grand junction i believe mm -hmm. or something maybe to that extent i believe and um and one of the other city councilors said well i've had it for four weeks and if you don't have it that's you know you should that's yeah. your problem right and i thought you've got to be kidding me you know i mean we we, we can't even be transparent with one another and accountable mm -hmm. to one another on the city council that not everybody has the same documentation. One of the mm -hmm. things that I think has been really good, Kurt, is that mm -hmm. every city councilor, when when we were, were going to vote on something, that everybody has the same documentation. It goes to was it months. was it not before? Like were there times where the, it was inconsistent? I don't believe it was. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't. I don't who, think. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Who dry? And I'm interrupting you. Who? Um, why would that be? Who doesn't give the right information? Who distributes information to you all? Well, it's, it, it comes from the city, mm -hmm. um, or it comes from someone else on city council. If they're if they're proposing something, it it would then be, get disseminated to the rest of the six. Um, or, so you feel like in the past maybe uh, they it was a need to know basis, and absolutely. they would distribute it maybe to the the people that maybe weren't going to question it, and then others would be left in the dark. Yeah, I, I, I think I think it was a it was a five to two council. I mean, okay. frankly. Um, and, and, you know, so those five that were just going to rubber stamp everything for the mayor, they got mm -hmm. the information. I mean, why would Cindy not have it? You know, why mm -hmm. would Joe Edwards not have that information? Yeah. Right. I mean, that, yeah. that just didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, and uh, after all, I mean, if, if they're going to vote, they should be voting on, you know, I mean, on a knowledge based system. Yeah. They should have the information. Yeah, for sure. It's, yeah. I mean, what is something that, I mean, looking back, it, do you think there's anything that would not have gotten through if all the information was out there? I don't think Grand Junction would have uh, at, at the, uh, at the level it um, was. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I was, uh, so one of the, um, when that whole thing was going on and actually uh, uh, I think Chuck Lehman actually had a really good idea. I don't know if you remember, he, he actually, uh, he was, outside talking about hey you know we could do something for 13 million dollars mm -hmm. and, yeah. and help, help the rest of the business community to build the rest right mm -hmm. which which you know i'm always for the private sector to 
do more. So is yeah. what is what I I remember talking. I think it was a, it was to him or someone else. And I said, I said, gee, you know, if we're going to spend this much money, and by the way, it's not just thirty five million. You know, it's over fifty million. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. with land acquisition and everything else, why wouldn't we create some kind of gas lamp district similar, you know, to like a San Diego has or something like mm -hmm. that? With all those homes, we could buy up all those homes, get with the business development community. Our costs would be much lower. We'd be you know, we, we could bring them in. It'd be a taxable base. We wouldn't necessarily have a park that's non-taxable, but or if we did, it would be much smaller, but it would already be built up by the business community around it. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it would have created a much larger tax base, created a true downtown. But instead, we're, you know, we did this one-off system um, because uh, the only grand ideas only came from one office, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, 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 I, and I think that's, I think that's very short-sighted. Do you wish there were more, um, as Grand Junction Plaza was being planned and developed, do you think, do you wish more public-private partnerships from de a development standpoint were occurring simultaneously? Absolutely. 100%. Like, yeah. like uh, Union Square, would you like to have seen three of those going or is that, or is it something else you're thinking? Yeah, I see. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that. Um, mm -hmm. I actually. I actually think that's going to be a pretty neat, um, uh, you know, landmark for us, or you know, yeah. piece piece of the puzzle. I, I was all for that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but you know, if you think about where the houses are, and I think you have a house possibly even listed, or you did maybe along that uh, the Jersey Street. Yeah, yeah. along yeah. that row. Th think about if 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 we went to the development community and said, hey, you know, we'd like to help. Um, you know, get you the, these properties and, and we're going to, we're going to make a, a two-story thing. We're going to have, you know, apartments up top and on bottom is going to be retail and have a true walk around downtown area mm -hmm. with maybe the cornerstone of being, you know, old town's place or something like that. That would have been really great. And we could have spent less money and had the business community build up the rest of it. Mm -hmm. and, and, Do you and think a project I, like that could get through this, this council? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, obviously it has to make sense, right? Um, yeah. But um, I mean, that would be, that's dollars. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the tax dollars that we would generate, right? Um, yeah. and, and, and in doing so, Kurt, I mean, you know, I, I heard, uh, I, I listened to your podcast, actually. So sorry. Um, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, somebody said, well, there's no vision. Well, just mm -hmm. remember, uh, each each person's thoughts and ideas are visions, sure. right? I always hate it when somebody says, well, they don't have any vision. You know, the, the reality is somebody that has a vision of it staying the same is still a vision. Sure. It's just not their vision, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so my vision, I mean, would be to create that downtown and have a great taxable base of businesses, mm -hmm. you know, and have it be two stories, you know, I mean, and, and wrapped around similar to like a gas lamp district, if you've ever been there, um, you know, it, where, you know, you have uh, bars and restaurants and, and boutique mm -hmm. shops downstairs and upstairs is living and that sort of thing. Uh, it's all taxable. I mean, mm -hmm. the, those are the kind the, you know, at the end of the day, um, everything has to make financial sense. And, and, and for us as a community, you know, we talk a lot about growth and I'm not trying to lead you into the next area, but we talk about Maybe. growth a lot, but we say, Hey, if we added a hundred million dollars of tax base, mm -hmm. but we spent, you know, everything but a dollar, 
-hmm. and we really didn't have anything else. Did that make sense? Yeah, that's a break even. Yeah. I mean, yeah, growth for the sake of growth is not growth. You know, growth is either, you know, by returning, return on investment, just as Mm -hmm. my people I work with in my businesses, you know, they want return on their investment. Taxpayers really should demand the same thing. Sure. And, and I think our return on investment, Kurt, our number one asset is our schools. Mm-hmm. That should be our number one return on investment. True. So with, I want to go back to this public-private partnership thing. I know you are not a fan of TIFs, but in, yeah. in a scenario like that, TIF has been the biggest weapon typically in the past for funding a lot of that. Um, yeah. How do you think there's better tools for that type of scenario, or would that be maybe an instance that a TIF might be worth exploring? Yeah, so so it's not that I'm opposed to the, a TIF if mm-hmm. it's used properly. Is what I don't want is what I don't like. Kurt is having an excessive TIF, right? Uh-huh. Or or how about this? How about a TIF that was supposed to expire, but we went ahead and renewed it because we had other projects mm-hmm. instead of releasing that money. And, and, you know, the argument I hear is that, well, the city would lose out on some of that money. Some of it, yes, would go to the schools that they, mm-hmm. that they were not getting. And police and fire would get some of that money. But we would not be able to capture that one dollar. We would only be capturing maybe you know, like 38 cents of that dollar. Mm-hmm. But, but that's abuse of the system. So in your instance, what you're asking me about, I, would, I, I, would, I wouldn't mind using a TIF, but you make it a, like a 10-year TIF and it expires. Uh-huh. It's out as opposed to creating some long drawn out, you know. And I think, and correct me if I'm wrong. Be careful with my words. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And I always, I, when, when uh, the city was doing the TIF districts originally, when I was just kind of starting to pay attention, um, it was, and I might be wrong, but it seemed like they were blanketing an area that was in a TIF district, not specific, not specific to a project. Correct. And so it, what it did was it held that area up. So no matter what went on in there, it was already in the TIF. But yep. you, and that right there is too generic for you. But if it's something that you can assign a dollar with a dollar and it's, it functions on its standalone project, you, could, you would consider a TIF like that. Absolutely. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. I think, and I, I think, Kurt, if, if you, if, you know, 85% of people in Westfield don't care, they don't vote, they don't even pay attention, right? Or maybe it's 95%, I don't know. But, and they I mean, don't listen to this podcast for sure. So. That's true. <laughs> but, and maybe we'll change that. But, but, um, but I think, I think the majority of those people, uh, even those people that honestly don't care, if they listen to that, like what you and I just kind of discussed, Mm-hmm. In practical terms, they could get their arms around that and say, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, we could be, especially as they go to the voting booths and they're going to vote on a referendum mm-hmm. again. And, and, and they say, hey, okay, I'm all for a TIF if it makes sense and it's individualized and it's micro and it's micro as opposed mm-hmm. to macro managed. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, and, and I think they probably get behind that because then you go to the poll and you say, hey, Okay, I don't mind the referendum because I know money's going to come off and the schools are going to get more money, you know, mm-hmm. otherwise, right? But yeah. if, the, if you're going to do the same thing and we're going to repeat the same mistakes over and over and keep asking for the next referendum, which will happen if we don't release. Sure. I mean, you, I mean, I can't get into, I'm on the committee for Grand Park on the side, so I can't talk a lot about that. But I mean, think about this. I mean, if, if somebody were to buy Grand Park, 
they're not going to buy it and make it a taxable area. Correct. I mean, so because why would they? Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. So, mm -hmm. so if I'm a taxpayer, I'm going, what do I care? I mean, why, why would I even want to sell it then? Because I'd rather have the schools have opportunity and use of, of mm -hmm. the system at least. I yeah. mean, so anyway, what, um, okay. So on the TIF kind of thing, one thing you um, mentioned in, um, or at council meetings, you've been pretty, um, you've said we don't need more money. Right. Or, and I, I know I'm just saying that out of context, but you no, said that's... we don't need more money. Right. And I would like you, cause I don't know if, if you had a long winded answer, if that's really how you would say it, but what do you mean by that? That Westfield doesn't need more money. I actually, you know, I am so glad you asked me that. It's almost like, you know, you wrote, <laughs> I, I wrote it out for you and I gave it to you. Yeah. Right? Thanks for the list of questions. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm Hillary Clinton in the debate. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, so, so, you know, that context, it's somewhat taken a little bit out of context, right? I mean, you know, the paraphrasing, hey, you know, we don't, we don't need the additional business. Uh -huh. My point is, is that I, I, I'm not for uh, saying, hey, I, let's, let's get this additional business in here that's going to provide a million dollars in um, uh, every year in property taxes. Oh, and by the way, because we did that, we need to put in more infrastructure, roads, a new fire department, and spend one million and ten thousand. Mm -hmm. So everything everything has to be measured twice and cut once. Mm -hmm. And I, I've said that numerous times. So you're but, not again. You're not anti development. Absolutely not. No, I'm not. I mean, yeah. I know. I know people. The, the rhetoric is is that you know. Um, even in our own homeowners meeting, you know, uh, a person said, "Oh, well, this city council's against growth." I'm like, "That's a that's that's insane." Right. If you had to describe how you feel about growth, what do you, what are you for? And from, from a growth standpoint, I'm for measured growth and bringing your best idea to us. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and and the one thing, Kurt, that I believe is so think think about it in this in this in this uh, con, uh, concept. Um, people move to Westfield, right? For for what we have, what the, we Westfield really is unique, and I think it's special. And they move here. They don't move here because they say, boy, I'm moving there and I hope they put in a Costco. I mean, you've seen that on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I'm moving to Westfield, boy, but I hope they put in a Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel comes up a lot, yeah. Yeah, right. Waffle House. Uh -huh. I mean, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm moving there, but what, 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 I wish they would put in this. I wish they, you moved to Westfield. If, if you really wanted all the, if you wanted those amenities, move to Indianapolis. Why wouldn't you buy a home there? You don't. Why wouldn't you move to Fishers? Move somewhere else. You don't. You go to Westfield because there is some quaintness about it. The schools are very good. And, and, and you're coming because of that. If you're, moving, if you're moving here for the hopes that there's a Costco coming, you're probably second guessing the very, you're kind of arguing against the very point why you moved here. To begin I with. do think, I do know firsthand that there is a large group of people that moved here um, because they're hoping it becomes developed like the other Hamilton County cities and they could afford to get in at the time. Um, Westfield's not and, cheap. And so Westfield is not cheap, especially then. It, it, we're about all the same now, but um, there is a large group of people that wonder why it hasn't 
they haven't gotten the Costco. I mean, I, I would beg to differ that there's uh, as many people that want that growth as opposed to the people that don't want that growth. Um, yeah. And so, so we used to do um, inbound relocation for a pretty big tech company on the West side and um, all over the country, they were hiring and everybody, nearly everybody moved to Westfield because they couldn't quite squeeze into this 10 years ago. They couldn't quite squeeze into Carmel, but they knew Westfield would get to be like Carmel or Fishers or, you know, someday. Yeah. Um, and so now they're grown up and now they're real mouthy because they're like, well, why hasn't anything happened? And yeah. all we've gotten is the tire shop, you know? And so I think there is. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have that many tires. So yeah. um, I do think there is a, a push. People really do want to see progress and, yeah. and growth. So I, I, I mean, you know, look, I'll shoot myself in the foot on that one. I, I mean, because I'll, I'll tell you, I mean, I don't, I don't mind. I mean, yeah. why, why move here in the, the hopes of something? I mean, yeah. if, if you really wanted those items, go, go, you know, go where they already have it. Mm-hmm. Um, be, because you know, remember, and, and, and maybe you've heard me say this, I, I'm all for protecting the people that live here today, not the people that live here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or, 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 I mean, you know, everybody wants to be the last person that moves into Westfield. Mm-hmm. And then they want, the, and then they want this, this, this. Yeah. It's just not, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Can't have everything. No. I mean, do you, yeah. do you feel like we're, we've, so, all right. On from a development standpoint, we've kind of stalled from a commercial development standpoint. Yeah. And some people say that's fine. It's we're resetting, we're measuring, right? Other people are saying, well, it's um, it's just sitting there. It's a pent up demand, and it's the day that the right scenario comes forward with the right counselor, the right ma- right council, the right mayor, um, it's coming right back full speed. Um, what do you want to happen? I, I hope it doesn't. And and and, <laughs> and and this is let, let me clarify that. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think Westfield stalled. You, I mean, uh-huh. we just had Ortho Indy go in. We we've got a, a market district going in. I mean, we we have we have a lot of things still going in, still being built. Old Town's going to redevelop the downtown. The one mm-hmm. thing that we are missing that that uh, that Carmel has, even mm-hmm. Fishers, Zionsville, everybody around us has a downtown. Mm-hmm. We have no downtown. Curve. No downtown. I mean, th- what we have that is not a downtown. No. I we mean, have an intersection. Um, th- that's it, though. I mean, yeah. even even no, we Tip- do not have a downtown. Tipton has a downtown. Sheridan has mm-hmm. a downtown. Cicero. Mm-hmm. I love going to Ten West. It's a great restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a little cute downtown. Yeah. We have no downtown. You know, I think old old town building that. And and thirty two uh, getting you know um, uh, um, redone is going to help create that downtown. I, I would hope, yeah. and, and that, but I do hope it's somewhat centralized in that area and builds out around those houses that are still there. Frankly, um, that that's kind of what I'd like to see. Troy, for uh, ten years straight, my phone rang off the hook. I built a business around commercial development ground in Westfield. Yep, and my. I don't, I don't, I don't get a call anymore. I can't get them. They'll take my call because I've done, I've given them a lot of, found them a lot of real estate in the past, but they're not interested in Westfield anymore. Um, okay. So my, you because say of has, politics because of the because politics? Of politics. Yeah. It, because of the politics and, and not, I think there is a, 
there's a lot of barrier to entry. So why would they even go somewhere where it's a contest first going somewhere? They just walk in. It's a done deal. But um, I don't, to me, it frustrates me that they have an opinion that they don't even want to, it's not even worth trying to come to Westfield. Yeah. Um, because of the current climate. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about, how do you feel about that? Mm, I, I'm not so sure I buy that. I mean, if I'm a developer, my job is to do, to get the easiest, cheapest thing and put up the thing I can make the most money on mm-hmm. as easily as possible. And, and, and fair enough. If, if Fishers is that place, have mm-hmm. at it. Right. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather focus on the people that we have here currently, mm-hmm. the, the tax rate that we have. And by the way, our tax rate is higher as you, mm-hmm. you probably know. So, I yep. mean, um, so, you know, we're, we're competing against, you know, probably a, a lower tax rate as often as the case. Um, but, Which is offset by commercial real estate, correct? Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, but, but I, I just, I mean, to give you an example, Kurt, um, you probably don't even remember this. You remember years ago, I wanted to buy that building next to Quality Farm and Fleet and I actually called yeah. you. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. And I said, I said, Hey, I, I'd like to buy that building. And I, I said, this is what I think it's worth. And mm-hmm. I think I was right. And I think you said, oh, I got somebody buying it. Well, mm-hmm. I, I watched, nobody bought it, right? <laughs> Pr- prices yeah. were too high. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the prices in Westfield were too high. Yeah. I think yep. that's the one that uh, Webster and Garino are in now. They're in it now, yep. yep. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I think everything kind of revolves. I, I, building is still going up. Or you have ortho indie going up. The one thing that never came to fruition, and this uh-huh. is this is not the fault of the council or um, you know, or I'm, I'm, maybe it is on, on our planning. We never really developed a true comprehensive plan, and we have not kept that up to where hey, this is really what I would like how we would love to see Grand Park be built out. This yeah. is this is this is the rendering of it. Um, I know you guys with the Downtown Westville Association are doing that for downtown. Yeah. Thank heavens, because it hasn't been done. Right. I mean, yeah, no, it's exciting. Yeah, it's it's it is one of the reasons that the development community is there's a disconnect. So it'll be nice to have a tool like that. So, yeah. So that and that's what that's my point. So if I'm in the development community and I can look at Fishers and I say, hey, this is how Fishers is being built out around their downtown. I Mm -hmm. see it. Right. Makes sense. I see that in Carmel. In Westfield, you don't see it. I mean, no. you, you don't. I mean, unless somebody has something that I don't know about. Yeah. Well, you haven't been given the the information yet, maybe. Yeah. That's um, true. Maybe I haven't. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so you said Grand Park. Um, what would you like to? How would you? And I'm not talking about the sale or anything, but how would you like to see Grand Park developed out? What around it? What would you think would be cool uses and uh, just a? What do you think is cool out there? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'll give you a good example. So, you know, I, I, I read online, somebody said, well, you know, Indy Fuel, you know, chose Fishers over Westfield. They owned it and, and they even owned property here. Well, they own property in Fishers too, you know, just, uh-huh. just to be clear, right? Sure. I yeah. mean, and actually that deal was probably dead before this city council even came in, just so you know. Because they, yeah, probably. Yeah. because they didn't of, bring a deal here, did they? They never even brought anything. Yeah. Well, they they, they, they kind of had a, an idea of what they wanted to do, and I think it was shot down. Yeah. I mean, prior to even this city council being there. But yeah. honestly, Kurt, I mean, if if we are truly going to be the amateur sports capital, 
Why mm. wouldn't we go to somebody and say, hey, let's get a place to put in six ice hockey rinks yeah. out, out, of, out at Grand Park? Because the one thing we don't have is we don't we do have a, a hotel usage in the winter, but it's not as it's not as great. Yeah, hockey's a great hockey's a big sport, mm-hmm. um, and and people travel. They're used to traveling a long ways. Put in a huge ice hockey, you know, development with six rinks in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would yeah. do that. I would continue to build out Grand Park in in, in a sports fashion. I, I um, the I Beach volleyball thing. Yeah. Yeah, that went in. I think that I, I'm glad they're doing that. Uh, I'd love to see that. I would, I would, I would love to see that expanded. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, uh, the academy volleyball is now you know going into yep. Grand Park events. I think that's a that's good for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see Grand Park built out in terms of amateur sports. Okay. I mean, really, um, mm-hmm. the, the development community is not wanting to spend that kind of money on that land out there. Sure. That's, yeah. The only people that want to do it are people that want to put up apartments. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really. We're good. yeah. I, and I, I like apartments, but I think it's suddenly going to turn into a apartment like a, you know, Caprina green down there over there. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and Kurt, Hey, just a, just a, while we're on the subject of apartments, I'm not a big fan of, of, of a lot of apartments. And actually, mm-hmm. if you talk to like the chief of police or, or the, the, the uh, chief of police on Fishers, one of yeah. their problems has been putting in too many apartments. Was it? I mean, it's it, because it, it's, it doesn't pay for itself. Yeah. I would like the density of apartments in our downtown once we identify what our downtown is, because yeah. I think it does create a central business district and vibrancy. Uh, but yeah, you can overbuild suburban apartments for sure. Overbuild yeah. suburban apartments. And they're getting expensive. So it's, it's, it's not as if... Um, you know, just to build apartments alone. Yeah, I think I was, I was say, yeah owner equivalent rents in Westfield are outrageous. Yeah, it is, yep. Um, well, Troy, um, I know we didn't get real hard anything. We we're almost at our hour, by the way. Ask um, me the hard question. Come on. I I, I don't I don't uh, <laughs> we don't have time for that. Two hours. <laughs> what is what is something you hope that people so we've got a, and maybe you'll do this. Uh, what who who do you want the next council to be? Um, do you do you want it to stay how it is? Well, some people are going off. Um, um, you're running again. Yeah, correct. Uh, Fry running again? I believe so. Okay, and I know you're not speaking for anybody, but um, who would you like on that council? Do you have anybody that you want to run, or that you're trying to hope hope they come jump in, or what type of person? Yeah, I think there's a. I think in District One, I, I won't say who it is, but I think there's a really good person there. Has okay. really good business experience. Uh-huh. Um, uh, you know, truthfully, uh, um, I, I would like to, if if another CPA came to me and said, "Hey, you know, I want to get on city council or whatever," I'd be like, "Hey, go ahead. I, I'll, <laughs> I'll step off." Right? You can have uh, it. <laughs> this is this is what I would tell you, Kurt. No uh-huh. matter who the next mayor is going to be, and actually, you know, we have two yeah. people running, right? Jake yep. Gilbert and Scott Williams. Right now. Yep. Um, you know, look, I have my preferences. I, I'm, uh, sure. you know, um, but but at the same time, whoever gets elected, it, I, I I can guarantee you we won't have the same combativeness that we do now. Sure, I'd hope not. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I think without question, yeah. and, and and whether I agree with Scott Willis or not on certain things or or not, um, if he is the next mayor, I can assure you 
it won't be it won't be like this. Yeah. Um, if Jake Gilbert is the next mayor, he and Jake's already said he goes he goes I can bring people together, and he is. I mean, he's he he's he's a good person. He yeah. is a good person. Yeah. Yeah. Nice guy. This is not going to. We will not have this combativeness mm -hmm. that's gone on uh, with, with with this administration. And I think things will be more open. I mean, definitely. What are you looking forward to in the next couple of years in Westfield? Uh, you know what? Um, I, I'm not. I'm not really sure. Other than you know, I, I hope. I hope we make a difference from a financial standpoint. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for the taxpayer. I, of course, I'd love to see taxes continue to be reduced. Mm -hmm. I really believe that um, uh, over the next couple of years, I think you know, we could probably get rid of one of the TIF districts, release mm -hmm. that money back to the schools. Um, and I think, we're, you know, working in a true collaborative form with the best asset of our city, and that is the schools. Yeah, I'd love to no, see that sure. over the next couple of years. And we've got some pretty good, like Brian, Toe, Michael, those guys are, I mean, we've got some good leaders over there, so. Yeah, I, I, I think Brian Sharp, um, uh, you know, uh, I, I like the new superintendent, uh, John yeah. Etha, who's the assistant. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, th I think those are good quality people to have. Yeah. I think they're, they're, they're smart. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, they're business minded folks. And, you know, the, I think the most important thing, at least I know this about, you know, uh, Dr. Etha and, and, and the superintendent, they put the kids first. And yeah. that's all. And that's and, and sure. that in and of itself is what our whole city should be about. Well, Troy, I think I went easy on you. I know you don't care. I know you're open to whatever, but uh, I think I appreciate you coming on and yep. giving us some no insight on you doing the council and uh, good luck in the future. And yeah. Thanks again. Same to you. Okay. Right. Appreciate it, Kurt. See thanks. Ya. Bye. Bye.